2: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cestronino back here for our Survivor Exit Interview Double Exit Interview edition as uh, we saw two players go home in episode 9 of Survivor 43. Those two players are going to be James and Ryan as uh, we're going to hear from both of them coming up here in this Double Exit Interview podcast. Stephen and I had a lot of interesting discussion, I thought, about this episode and uh, what it all means moving forward on the Survivor Know-It-Alls. Moving forward from here, I'm going to talk with Desi Williams from Survivor 35 and the CBS Challenge coming up later on today. So uh, looking forward to that one. And then Hannah Shapiro will join me for the Survivor Feedback Show. If you want to get voicemail questions in at robiswebsitecom slash voicemail we are going to have both of these videos up on our youtube channel as well if you want to go ahead and watch my interviews with james and ryan and so i see that we have our first exit interview here coming up james is on the line we'll go ahead and talk with him and then after it's all over with james and ryan we'll talk with jordan kalish for this week in survivor history james good morning how are you
1: I'm great. I mean, went out great fashion, a lot to take me out the game to keep me kinda kinda guessing on the island. So I'm excited. Uh I feel like I played hard and you know, this is what sometimes.
2: Yeah, you definitely did. It was a great episode last night. I want to talk. I have so many questions about everything that went on. Let's start off with you and Owen. Uh, and I thought that that was really some, like, classic Survivor moments, uh, you and him, going back and forth. Can you just talk about that relationship from your perspective and what was going on there?
1: Overall, I think it was miscommunication. But I think it started with—well, of course. But I think it started with the Dwight vote, where I told Sammy, I told Owen— we're voting out Dwight. This is before tribal. And Owen just didn't believe me. And then Owen goes back, talks to the other people, and he's out of the vote. So I feel like at that point, it was kind of like, hey, you voted for me. So I'm like, you voted for me after I told you the plan. Like, I was trying to work with you. So this whole everybody is against me thing, I'm just like, no, that's not how it was out there. It's kind of like you made kind of choices. So that was my thought process. So I wasn't really too worried about it. I was just like, why are you mad at me when everybody else is lying too? Like, Sammy, you're on the beach with Sammy. Sammy's been lying to you all, all merge. But you're like, why am I the person, you know, getting this? So, and, I, and that's why I was kind of saying, like, I don't owe you anything, one. Two, what do you want me to do? You voted for me twice.
2: hmm yeah. So with... Owen, last time out, you had said to him, vote for Ryan. He seemed upset with that. Why was that the right decision for you to tell him to vote for Ryan and not Janine?
1: One, Janine, Janine uh, we thought Janine lost her idol. So her idol may be in the game. One of the best ways to influence is a vote when there's a landslide vote. So if Janine's voting for Ryan, we also wanted Owen to vote for Ryan. So you have two votes on Ryan in case any funny business happened within the larger, larger group. So that was the reason why everybody was, like, trying to get Owen to vote for Ryan.
2: Okay. Did you know that Cassidy had cast the second vote for
1: Ryan and not Owen? So that I did not know. That, that I did not know. <laughs> so I didn't know that. So, But that whole day, no one really came with a concrete plan to get Ryan and say, let's move forward. So at the end of the day, like, Ryan— Like, we weren't mad at sending Ryan home from a Coco aspect because we thought it would weaken us a little bit, and it's kind of blood for blood. Everybody got rid of somebody, evens us all out. But no one came to us with a concrete plan moving forward. It was more like, let's get Ryan out, as opposed to, let's get Ryan out and move forward.
2: James, when you got into that group of five, were you feeling good that you were going to be able to get Owen out, or were you worried that it was only two Coco?
1: So, I was worried, but here's what happened. So, like, the like, did vote out? Right after Dwight goes home, I have a good talk with Janine on the beach. Like, Janine, i am not targeting you? Like, we're good. Like, literally, I'm just dodging stuff coming. Let's work together. The next day, Noelle comes running up to me. Janine trying to vote you out down on the water. And I'm like... <laughs> so that's why the target went to Janine. And, and that's why she was dangerous, because even after everything happened, she went back to seeing me and Owen, and she's still trying to target me. So at that point, I had to get on the offensive to kind of get rid of, you know, Janine. So at that point, Noelle... Is telling on you Janine. You so I'm assuming, like, you're sacrificing your ally. Like, you must wanna move forward yeah. and not, like, try to take Ryan out and the votes were there. So it was kind of just confusing to me. Like, I was like, all right, so let's work together, let's move forward. So when Noelle is telling you
2: about her, she's gonna use her steal a vote and then she's going to go ahead and take Owen's vote. Did you feel like that uh you had a lot of confidence that she was going to uh go through with that because it seems like that that was like a very like aggressive way to use her steel vote
1: so it it made sense in the in the concept of wanting to get in with the numbers moving forward? Yeah, so if working with me you get you get get back and good with Jesse Cody Carla, everybody else the there's only two on the outside. you can make maneuvers on the inside. So the way I looked at it was it kind of made sense if you're in the outs. Let me get it on the outs. I've been playing a big game on trust. Literally everything I've been saying, I've been doing. So like, I didn't want to be the person that kind of of puts you in the corner. You're playing a trust game. You kind of have to play a trust game because you get to the end. Like people don't respect when you talk about trust, Mm -hmm. but you kind of go backdoor and backstab everybody.
2: Okay. James, can you talk about how the knowledge is power affected your game?
1: It was it did wonders for my game. <laughs> Clearly. Um, I feel like it took my threat level from a uh, I'm a threat to nuclear, nuclear yeah. level, nuclear level threat where um even for that vote, where I felt like that added pressure kind of limited the flexibility of that vote. Where like for that vote, like we had Cody and Jesse, but like anybody could have been a target. But me having that was extra talk around camp, extra motivation, extra kind of pressure for people to put the votes on me, allowing Jesse and Cody to kind of kind of roll with me and Carla where everything was really calm and chill over at Coco. So it was something that I didn't really need. And not knowing Carla had the the idol, I didn't know how much of my threat level I was raising. With Cody, Cody me and Cody are rock solid because at that first tribal, I know Cody has an idol. So, the fact that I don't take or try to take Cody and Jesse's idol, I build trust with Cody. Cody, myself, Gabler, we're just like, we're kind of playing straightforward games for the most part. So, I'm just trying to build trust that way. So, it was clearly a threat. And, you know, I wish I would have got, you know, safety without power <laughs> or, or another idol. Like, I mean, it, a legacy event, something. But, yeah. you know, now nah, I'm just power.
2: Okay, so you said that you didn't know that Carla had the idol from Coco. Were you under the impression that Lindsay went out of the game with it?
1: So, foolishly, I should have known someone found the idol So the idols aren't like, like harshly hidden. But, you know, Ryan didn't have it. I know Cass didn't have it. Cass was like one of my, like, Cass was like my, no- Cass and Carla are my number ones. Like, they weren't like, uh, there wasn't a one two. Like, those are my number ones. So, like, I know Cass didn't have it. So, process elimination, I should have thought Carla had it. But at the same time, with by the top, the day that Carla got the bees, either my birthday or Mother's Day. So yeah. I literally was just chilling. Coco hasn't really activated. We haven't seen Tribal. Like, it wasn't that big a deal. Lindsay was making stuff. Cash was making stuff. Carlos was making stuff. Also, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to raise anybody's, like, flags around it. Because they were splitting votes thinking that one of us had the idol. So, like, mm-hmm. they didn't know where the idol was. So that was causing the split votes which would allow us to have less numbers to make moves. So
2: you had the knowledge as power. Did you ever consider using it before uh, that ultimately, you know, uh, you know, you go out of the game here? But did you were you close to ever using it?
1: Uh, not really. I felt like for me, it was more of a defensive tool, like to serve my my alliance. Like the fact that I thought that two idols were out of the game. with the worst thing could happen is if an idol comes in the game or an advantage comes in the game, and someone that's not in your majority gets it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Having the knowledge of power. It kind of protects and insulates. And I'm just demonstrating trust. At this point, I haven't like I'm I'm in everybody's back pocket. Carla and Jesse's standpoint, and Carl like those are my people right there. So I'm demonstrating trust. I have it. I haven't used it. There's no point in me using it moving forward because it's not going to serve me. Like it's going to ruin my numbers, and I'm still a target. So it's no good way for me to use it.
2: When you first got the knowledge is power, Carla said to you, OK, it's the knowledge is power that or that's it's what or I think you said to her, it's what Geo had. So you knew that Gio had the knowledge is power, correct? Was that yes. part of the reason why you all decided to vote him out at that tribal council or it was always going to be Geo?
1: I mean, It was it was always going to be Geo. I feel like for Carla, it made extra sense, but it was it was going to be Geo the last tribal before that, like like Gio was bumping heads with a lot of people. We also thought he was the most likely to flip if, you know, we went to well, after the merge. Um, Ryan was a big target, like a traditional guy that would be a merge boot. So we're like, here you go. You have somebody that's like out here that, you know, that we thought would take attention. Little did I know that I was going to be the merge target and it, Mm -hmm. it really didn't matter.
2: I thought it was so interesting last night when you got voted out. And then after that happened, you said, hey, I'm I wasn't a big fish. You didn't go for a a big fish. But it seemed like to a lot of players that it seemed like, okay, James is running things. James is the person to vote out. Uh, Did you actually feel like that you weren't one of the big targets?
1: I just just felt that targets weren't going around. At Mm -hmm. that point, like, I was the target literally for three straight votes. So at that point, I'm trying to, in my head, I'm thinking, like, you know other people are out here. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) I know I'm playing a good game. But, like, really think about, like, all the votes if you're left out. I can't do this by myself. Like it's like literally, I'm walking back. It can't just be me. So you know, the game is going to open back up now because I'm not this big shiny target that you can target. You know, mm-hmm. for every single
2: tribal council. So you're sort of subtweeting there. So who is the big target in your mind?
1: Um, I feel like the people that are playing the the, the strongest games right now are probably Carla, Jesse, mm-hmm. Cody, and Cass. Yeah, I mean. Like, the votes have gone their way every single time. People are going to Carla. They're giving Carla all the information. She's playing a great game. Jesse has two idols in his bag. No one's saying Cody's name, and everybody knows he has an idol, and he's a a challenged person. So it's it's interesting where all the focus is uh, on me when I haven't won anything. I'm kind of one of the minorities scratching each vote. So now the game has opened up, so we'll see what happens.
2: Did you have any suspicion at the time that Carla could have known that this was coming?
1: Hey, if Carla wanted me out, I was gonna go home. Like, if, like, so I feel like the game I was playing was maybe not as old school, but you had to trust certain people in the game. At this point, I felt like I was a really big shill for Carla. I was a big shill for Cat. Like, I was a so like keeping me around at least past this insulated a lot of people, or specifically them on the Coco side, where it made sense. If you had the time to keep me, you could. But the second Carla didn't want me, I figured the information was going to flow through Carla. So either Carla wanted to keep me or go away. Just like if they wanted to get rid of Carla, it probably had to go through me, and I had to make the choice whether I had to keep her or got rid of her. Okay. And that's just kind of what happened.
2: I'd love to hear your take on Sammy and what you thought about him uh, in the game up until this point, because he seems like that he is basically everywhere.
1: Sammy did a good job of like we didn't know that Sammy was trying to undermine us. Like we had zero idea that like the other side didn't really like talk to us. Like, so like when it was time to kind of you know go to go to Janine didn't want to give up Gabler, Owen or Sam. like no information from that side was coming back over. So Sammy's creating all these plots, Owen, Janine, like, it's not coming, no, it's not coming back to us that Sammy is playing this hard. So it's kind of like. OK, cool. But Sammy was I was really good with Sammy. I gave Sammy my knowledge and power prior to the Dwight the Dwight vote. Oh, wow. So so me and Carlo was working on Sammy prior to that vote just in case they did a split vote. If we have Sammy, we still have the five votes and they're splitting votes. So we had Sammy on our side. Even if Jesse Cody don't flip, I wanted to get Sammy and Owen to be on our side. Either way, Owen didn't take the offer. And that's why Sammy knew the vote. Because me and Carla were kind of working that angle.
2: Hold on. Why did you have to give Sammy your knowledge's power? Nobody could take the knowledge's power from you. I was just building trust.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I, I put the of power in his pocket. I said, I'm coming back from Tribal. You can believe me or not believe me. And, you know, I got it back after Tribal, but, you know, that's something that happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so can you tell me about what you were hoping to do, you know, assuming you stayed in the game? Could you talk a little bit about, like, what your endgame plans were going to be?
1: See, I just want I wanted to have as many options moving forward in the game that I was playing, I was playing a game where I could sit against anybody, and that gave me the added flexibility of wanting to go to the end with Noel. Like, if you don't want sex to so well, I'll sit next to Noel if she wants to work with me. Like, <laughs> like I wanted to work with anybody that worked with me at that point because I was the target. So, any way I saw fit, the best way for me to move forward was to create a big alliance and keep it strong because I'm clearly the target for everybody else. So, my job, I wanted to have as many options as be as flexible as possible moving forward. And I wanted to go to him with Carla and Cass if possible. I mean, I really had a relationship with Cody. So I felt like, I felt like Jesse was the biggest threat. I mean, his story is amazing. He has two kids, lovable guy. I'm like, this guy right here, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he reminds me like Jerry. I'm like, this is Jeremy Jeremy Collins right yeah. here, like wrapped up in this like really mild manner guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy, maybe somebody to worry about. So, um, yeah, it's, it's It's a fun game. And I was, I was, I was targeting other people, but I thought I had a lot of outs and people wanted to play with me on that side. All
2: right. So it was so interesting that, you know, you went to go to go on the journey with, uh, Jane, I'm sorry, with Owen and with Noel. And so you and Owen both at that point said, okay, you know what, Noel, you need the thing. You're going to tribal council. You're going to make a big move with it. How do you wish you would have played that differently? If, if you do wish you would have played it differently.
1: I feel like I played the right way. Looking at my threat level going into the merge, I think I played the correct way. If I came in the merge with a vote, <laughs> I would have been done. Like <laughs> if I came in the merge with anything, I feel like I would have been like would have would have been toast on on, on contact. It'd have been a, a very easy vote for everybody. So I feel like I played the right way. I'm trying to build allies. I feel comfortable in my social game. So if I don't have any advantages or idols or anything like that, it lowers my threat level. I, hopefully I started working in a relationship, I'm easy to work with. Like I'm trying to just plan to say, Hey, you can work with, you. I'm pretty straightforward. And clearly it didn't work, but, but that's the like, game I wanted to play. I wanted to have allies going into the merge without having a target on my back.
2: James, uh, we know that you have like an incredible background with chess. Uh, did your history with chess help you in any ways in the game?
1: I feel like, like just wanting to cultivate options. I feel like the one thing that helped, like just thinking about things logically from a logical point of view, I think always and pragmatically in this game is always good. I feel like I feel like I knew where the cracks were. I think one thing I could have did better was know where, the, where some of the people were tighter than what I was perceiving. And I think chess allows you to think a couple moves ahead. So for me, I wanted to always have a majority within a majority. So within, you know, the Cocoa 4, I felt like I had outs with everybody. So I'm good there. We insulate within the seven or whatever it is. I got Sammy, Carla, Cass. I have Jesse, Carla, Cat. Like I have different combinations where I'm always trying to say, find a majority, find a majority within the majority, and I was able to do it this time. So it is what it is.
2: Is there anything else you want to make sure that we know about your experience on Survivor?
1: Um, one, I had a blast. Two, I just like they didn't show how tight me and Cody were, and I feel like me and Cody being tight also helped Jesse and Carla be tight. Because you look at when your allies are able to be allies together, like um, it really date. helps out. Like, because like, bef- like before the rock, before you had to pull rocks for that two on two challenge. Me and Cody looked at each other and gave each other high fives mm-hmm. <laughs> before everybody saw we were going to choose each other. And Then we looked around like, no, we shouldn't do this. And so me and were really tight. So I wish they would have showed that. Um, other than that, I-, I played hard. I felt like I I did everything I could I, I could do based on information I had. So. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the season.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so great job out there. Uh, I get that you really loved the experience. I can tell uh, you covered a lot of ground, talked very fast. And so I really appreciate you getting all of this information to us here in 15 minutes. So thank you so much. James. looking forward to chatting more in the future. Okay. Cool beans. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye. All right. All right, everybody, there you have it. There's James. A lot of enthusiasm from James uh, talking about his survivor experience. So, always like to see that here on the Survivor Exit Interview. Really appreciate James covering so much ground with us. We still have a lot of ground to cover as we're going to hear from Ryan. His exit interview is coming up here in just a moment when we come back right after this. Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Rob? Yeah, very good. Uh, Ryan, can you talk a little bit about whether or not you started to have any suspicion uh, that you would be the person to go home at that tribal council we saw last night?
4: Um, A little bit. The conversations with me weren't as long as, like Jesse said, or uh, like with Cody or with Jesse or with Gabler. Um, it seemed like an easy vote to me. Um, you know, take out Cass. We were also trying to take out James. And then Carla would be by herself and they'd be less of a threat as a, as a trio. So when I went in and I saw that James was gone, I was like, oh, I might be the tonight. So um, I thought it was pretty solid with the people I talked to, Jesse, uh, Gabler, and James. But it just did not go my way. I guess they saw the potential of working with, Pass and Carla, um, rather than just working with me, which in a numbers aspect, it makes sense. But as a strategic threat, I think I was less because I guess I was more of a free agent. I wasn't trying to target anybody specifically. And the people that voted me out, I was trying to work with. So it it seems like, I was like, "Wow, that sucks. Like we could have gone far, but at the same time, I understand their, their perspective.
2: Okay. So, I noticed that you said that we were trying to vote out James. Who is the we that wanted to vote out James? Because that, I guess from us that are watching the show, that we thought that maybe you might have been the closest to James at Coco.
4: Um, Since the GEO vote, I was, I, Coco and I, in my mindset, I was like, I'm at the bottom. And then we come in and, you know, I they didn't show me much, but conversations with Coco seemed to get less and less each day until they needed something. So to me, it seemed you know they weren't going to. I wasn't going to be on that boat for very long until they pushed me off when they needed yeah. to. So um, as well as the way James was, in Owen's words, trying to be a godfather, I didn't res- not that I didn't respect it, but I didn't like the way that made other people feel around him. Not trying to bring him out or or. You know, he was playing his game. He was, you know, being an enforcer and trying to get the votes to go the way he wanted. But uh, the game I was playing was do what, play with my gut and make the people around me feel as best as they can. So even though we have to stab each other in the back, they go home thinking,
1: I did like that Ryan
4: guy. He made that that survivor experience not as um, hard as it could have been. Yeah. So I really stayed true to myself and really... Don't have any regrets in
2: the game that I played. Okay. Brian, did you know that so many people were throwing your name out at the last vote where ultimately, you know, Janine went home, but it seemed like that a lot of people were talking about you?
3: I did not.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? And then on top of that, the Geo vote, when Geo went home, my name was supposed to be there? what of the twice? I was like, this is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's one of the cool things watching the show now is there's a lot of stuff I haven't seen. So I'll be watching it with my brother and my girlfriend and our little one, um, and Aubrey and turn will be like talking to me. Shh, I haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. You lived it. I would live all these lives. I haven't seen it. You were in the ocean.
3: In
4: yeah. God, I was, I was fishing. I was talking to the fish. I was awful, <laughs> <off>, man. Um, <laughs> But like certain conversations or you know, plans that people had, I some of them I knew, but there were some of them like Jesse and Cody, I didn't know were that close until I went home. And then I realized, oh wow, Jesse's doing a great job of staying under the radar. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I was just oblivious. But um yeah, I did not expect like I knew how many votes I got before I got, went home, so I knew my name was out there. But I didn't think Sandy put my name out there. God, I like, I don't think, what? Mm-hmm. So it was it was exciting to see because I love the game of Survivor. Like, I love the show of Survivor. Uh, my girlfriend got me into it because, to be honest, she's the Survivor addict. She's crazy about it. But it's it was very, very surprising to see the amount of times my name was like, Yeah, you want to get right out? I'm like, what? I'm at home. Like, Why did you get me out? Not, I'm not a threat. I don't have, I'm a free agent. I'm not a big club of numbers. I'm just trying to make people happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so your name was out there. We saw that you got two votes at that last tribal council. Did you know uh, who the other vote against you was?
4: Um, I had suspected to actually be somebody from the Coco side, Um, either James or Cass, because um, I knew Cass from the beginning. Was also trying to get me out. Um, we had a respectable rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought it was a revenge plan, but I didn't. I didn't see us that bad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but no, it's it's a, yeah. Don't take it personally. Thank you. Know? Um But yeah, definitely. I thought it was either James or Cass, More on the Cass side because I knew it wasn't Owen. Owen talked to me um, about it. So I did not vote your name. I, like, I know you didn't vote my name, man. We were talking before trial council. He's like, oh, okay, good. But uh, we played it to see Mike. So James thought Owen voted me. He kept telling James, ah, "I voted him," but I, I knew it wasn't. Him. I didn't. I knew who it wasn't. Okay. And I had my two sports. All
2: right. So was that part of a plan to intentionally make James think that Owen was the one that voted for him?
4: Um, in my opinion, it was to make things comfortable because as Owen said, I, in my opinion, thought it was kind of messed up when somebody goes to you, hey, I'm trying to gain your trust. I'm really trying. Tell me where to vote. And they're like, vote the wrong vote? And they don't know. And then he got mad at him for getting mad at him, which is like Mm -hmm. like, he has a right to be upset. He's trying to build trust with you and you just slap him in the face with some mistrust. Um, So it was in my opinion to keep the fact the charade going where oh Owen's on the outs uh mm-hmm. to votes when this time he really wasn't.
2: Yeah. Interesting. So all right, I want to go back to you said that there was a rivalry between uh you and Cassidy. And really you know, you you NGO and, and Cassidy, it seemed like that there was a rivalry. How did that start? Because the show never really explained uh why that there was some friction between uh all of you.
4: Um, I guess it was almost because we we all let me start again. So, Carla, Gio, and I were supposed to be a three. Um, we had started that on day two. So, we knew she was working with Cass. She, she liked Cass a lot. She had told us in our three, that, oh, I want to bring Cass in. So, we bring Cass in, but there's a lot of friction between Cass and Gio. Um, I I feel like she didn't see the amount of work he was doing, or she, she let him, uh, in a way, she took things personally when, He's just kind of uh, uh what's the word? Uh, not sporadic. I am lost for words right now. Eccentric. He is very himself. He's into himself. But at the same time, we would walk and we would talk, and he was holding things back. He was being polite. He was trying to make things easier for everybody else. He'd go and connect, collect snails for an hour and make sure you know we had firewood. He was doing all of work. So I thought it wasn't really – his fault. She was going at him. I think she felt that the vote that was thrown towards her was personal. And when he told her, we had actually talked about it because we didn't want her thinking, like, don't trust, you know, don't trust Gio. And then it's, he went to her straight up. Hey, I did vote for you, even though he didn't have to. You don't have mm-hmm. to tell anybody anything on Survivor. He went to her and said, yeah, I voted for you, but this is, this is why. And I think from there on, since that was the first vote she got, she took it as, oh, you guys are gunning for me. And we, I necessarily wasn't until, um, you know, more stuff happened in camp and just it didn't seem like she was going to work for our game. It didn't seem like we could trust her 100%. So that's why we were trying to get her out because in the long run, you don't want somebody you can't trust that's going to flip on you and then not even vote for you if they get on jury. So it was more of a strategic play for us. Um, and I sadly think she took it a little bit. personally, which is hard not to do. We're out there, we're you know, struggling to get food, we're making shelters and everybody's on high tension. But I hope in all honesty that she can find in her heart to look at it and from another perspective or from our perspective and see, okay, they weren't targeting us, me personally. Um, and she you can see we never talk bad behind her back, other than you know, strategy of wanting either to get her out or actually talk about the things that happened. So that's how I feel
2: about that situation. Ryan, you came into the merge and you said, I'm going to be a free agent. And so we saw that, you know, you wanted to go out and explore other things besides Coco. Did you feel like that you had gotten anything going with the players from uh, uh, Vessi and Baca?
4: Um, I definitely felt like I had a connection with Noel and Gabler. Gabler's a very straight shooter. He reminds me of a lot of um, role models that I've had in my life. And he just was so humbling to see somebody of his age go out and say, Hey, um, can I follow you fishing to learn how you're doing it? I'm way younger than him. Like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So it was the fact that he was willing to work with him to learn, even at his age. And Noel, um, my mom survived stroke half her brain's gone so her hand doesn't work her left side's completely numb her left vision's gone so seeing the well out there kicking butt uh, taking her leg off in one of the challenges mm-hmm. and swimming and doing better than half the half the people out there Because that's a fighter that is somebody that's kick-ass I want to work with them and I thought it, it was staying true to myself wanting to work with her because I've been around people that are disabled or have a handicap. And I myself, I didn't tell many people, but I myself had the mild cerebral palsy. So I felt like I connected with him more. So those are the two people I would have liked to work with more along with uh, Cody and Owen to make like a five. And then we can start, you know, taking people out. But it didn't work out that way.
2: (laughs) You said last night that you had 30 pounds of clamshells in your backpack. Did you bring that to every tribal council in case you got voted out? Okay.
4: I didn't. That was the only one I brought to. And I don't want you to think I took the clam alive in my bag. I didn't think that. Yeah. (laughs) And um, the clam shell themselves were 30 pounds. And that night I did have a feeling. I was like, there's Mm -hmm. more chance the night of me actually going home because there's only five people strategically or uh, numbers wise. There's I only need three votes. It used to be I need six. So I need four. And I had more people to talk to more people to rely on. And this time I didn't. So I was in a group where you had two people from the same tribe. <laughs> I had person from my tribe, but I know she didn't trust me. Mm-hmm. And then we had Gabler. And Gabler's a pretty smart man. So it, <clears throat> if he goes with the majority, it's probably better for him. And then he'd also take out a strong challenge threat, and as long as I'm not throwing something <laughs> um, both uh, in both ways. I can't think of words right now. I am stumped. Physically and metaphorically, yeah, throwing a yeah. challenge and <laughs> throwing sandbags.
2: Okay, so you
4: have 30 pounds of clamshells.
2: How far do you get with 30 pounds of uh, clamshells? Do you get those home with you?
4: Uh, sadly, no, I do not. I get down, <laughs> yeah. to the, beach. Yeah. Get down to the beach with my torch. I get my torch snuffed. I get back to Ponderosa. And I'm like, I got these clamshells. I'm going to take them home. My mom's going to put her shark teeth in them. They're going to look beautiful. And then I actually... It was a twenty thousand dollar fine if you get caught paying those back through the U.S. And so I don't got these clam shells. <laughs> yeah, that's what I <laughs> it figured. Was, it was heartbreaking. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, well, Brian, um, I know you only have so much time to talk, but thank you for going through everything uh, from your game. Uh, it was really fun to watch you on the show, and hope that uh, you had a great experience. And uh, wishing you all the best outside of Survivor.
4: Thank you
2: so much, Rob. I really appreciate that. Okay, take care, Ryan. Bye. Everybody, uh, there you have it. Ryan, no clamshells back in the United States, but uh, seems like you had a great time out there on Survivor. We have a, a great time uh, coming your way when we are going to be joined by Jordan Kalish for a little bit of role reversal this week where Jordan is going to have to answer some questions about Survivor history that I am going to ask him this week. That's coming up in just a moment right after a quick break.
0: We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.
2: All right, everybody, we are here for the probably most highly anticipated part of the exit interview to a lot of the listeners here today because we are back here with a man who a little bit the shoe is going to be on the other foot. What's good for the goose is good for the Xander here on the survivor exit interview as we welcome in. The man who's normally asking the questions here today, it's the Jordan Kalish.
6: Hey Rob Jordan, I'm, I'm happy to happy to be here. I know you sorry you had to sit sit and listen through the those two schmohawks, but I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> happy you stuck around, baby.
2: Yes. Okay, we are ready because I promised last week that all right, we're gonna put Jordan in the hot seat today. Where he's always asking me these questions and, uh, you know, acting like you idiot. How do you not know who was the person who said blah, 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 blah in called their you final idiot. words? Yeah. And so we're here today to uh, test Jordan's knowledge here.
6: Are you ready? Here. I pre- I prepared for this, Rob. I watched this morning a video of Norm McDonald on Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire to see what it's like to be in the hot seat. Okay. All right. So that's what we're going to do here today.
2: Uh Jordan, how are you otherwise?
6: I uh, do doing well. I uh, got back. Uh, so la- last week I was uh coaching the uh, at the New York State cross country uh, uh, championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my kids did pretty well. Now I'm in the basketball season, so I go right, right from one sport to the next, so I'm I'm tired. I feel like I'm constantly either uh, teaching or coaching, so yeah. not too much free time on my hands, but I'm happy to be here okay. to, uh, to answer your trivia questions for a change.
2: And you do get together with all the Survivor fans. Oh, of
6: course, of course. Mm-hmm. We get to go to the city. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, You had a great time, as as always, this this week.
2: Uh, you do a great job. In, okay, Before, you know, you look really bad when you get all the questions wrong. I just want to give you some praise that you do a great job of, you know, keeping all the uh, New York Survivor fans uh, occupied and uh, together with all your wives parties every week.
6: Hey, look! They call me—they call me the mayor of of New York. At least in in the uh, survivor community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's ever said <laughs> yeah, that. So
2: but. you do have some similarities to some uh, former mayors of New York. Okay, I hope I hope All not right. some.
6: I'm not the bad ones. Okay. You, do you mean Fiorello LaGuardia? Because I'll take that. They'll name an airport after me mm-hmm. one day, Rob. Yeah, Kalish Airport.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's just say that uh, I could see uh, some uh, Kalish math uh, coming up uh, when it comes down to counting the seasons. If you know what I mean.
6: As, as long as I don't end up in a compromising position on Borat, I should be okay. <laughs> a fellow Yankee fan, too. All right. That's true. I've seen him at Yankee Stadium. Okay. I, he got booed.
2: Okay. All right. So let's, let's get into things a little bit. Okay, Jordan. So... Let's let's go back to one specific episode here of right. Survivor and we're going to give you a pretty a pretty tough test uh, because okay. we're going to go as far back as we can, okay? We're going to go back to Survivor Africa back wow. in Two thousand and one because right. it was you know on- I was
6: eleven I was eleven when these aired, so so be be easy on me, guys.
2: Okay, all right. So this is Survivor Africa episode number six, which aired on November fifteenth, two thousand and one. Okay. Wow. All right, way back when.
6: Before you were even on Survivor
2: before i was even on survivor yeah i re- i no one, remember no
6: one knew what a matt Von vanderfeld was yet
2: mhm people didn't know about that and uh at one year from now i would be playing survivor who knew if you could wow. have if you could have told a young rob sister who was watching survivor africa one year from one calendar year from now you'll be out there playing survivor I wouldn't have believed you
6: yeah, well, I'm happy you did because now, now we're now we're here together. It led you to this moment, Rob, of quizzing me mm-hmm. on Survivor.
2: It's all led up to this. All right, so Jordan. Okay, yes. this is a big episode of Survivor, episode six of Survivor Africa, because and we say that because that's how Frank Garrison uh, always called it when he did talking with T Bird, and so uh, he was there. He must know, right?
6: Yeah, I think he, I think you would. Okay, if you've if you've been to a place, you know how to pronounce it.
2: All right. So here we go. Let's go back to in this big vote tie break vote. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was a deadlocked vote between Lindsay and Big Tom. Okay. And it was revealed that Big Tom had not been voted against at that point.
6: Who could vote for Big Tom?
2: Nobody could, um, you know, that I know about. Okay. All right. How many past votes? That was the tiebreaker. How many past votes had been cast against Lindsay to send her home? All right. So, if you get this with no multiple choice, you get three points. Right? That's a three-pointer. With
6: three, wow! Is it a
2: three-point play? What? What are the rules? A two-point play? A three-point play? I like three points. Three points sounds good okay. to me. All right. All right. Then. So. Yes. Oh
6: no no no! Keep going! Keep going!
2: All right. So here are that the choices. Aren't too
6: complicated, Rob. Yeah.
2: Okay. Here are your choices. Well,
6: wait, wait, wait. I thought if I get it without the multiple oh, so, choice, I'm Sorry, I sorry, forgot about that. Okay. It's okay. You're not a professional at yes. this yet, Rob. Okay. I'm so, so rusty. Okay. So this is this is an interesting episode because if I remember correctly, I believe it was Kim Johnson who was uh, relaying the information. I think Kelly Goldsmith was the one who saw the fact that uh, she was uh, Kim Johnson was given the L to say that Lindsay had votes, but mm-hmm. I don't think she uh, specifically she was like said here, how take this L. Yeah, take the L, but they ended up they uh, ended up getting the W because they were able to get Lindsey out of the game on the tiebreaker. If I remember correctly, I think that Lindsey had four previous votes.
2: Okay, all right, Jordan, you are correct. That is awesome. correct. That was four votes for Lindsey. Well done. You are on your way. Okay, three yes, points
6: from the, from the four the four old people on, on, on uh, when uh, she was tied. I think against, that uh, later days Fences, is Fences
2: the uh, you know uh, more sensitive term.
6: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right.
2: One more question about Ooh. episode six of Survivor this Africa. Okay. Sure and then we have another. And then we have another segment. Okay. Ooh. All right. Back on November fifteenth, two thousand and one. On the Baran tribe, Clarence led the charge to eat one of the chickens. Why did the chicken end up not getting eaten in this episode? Okay.
6: Yeah. I am gonna say so. There, this, there was a whole thing where they they uh, where Clarence wanted to eat the chicken. Yeah. They said, "Give it a day. Let's see if the chicken will lay an egg." And if the chicken lays an egg. Let's, uh, let's 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 uh, let the chicken live and not eat the chicken. So they woke up and I think a, a big Kim Johnson week. I think Kim Johnson was the one that saw that the egg was there, and they brought the egg out and and Clarence was uh, was very uh, out of his mind when he saw like more more than a kiva puts Clarence out of his mind when he mm-hmm. saw that the thing had laid an egg. But I think that this is a trick question because if I remember correctly, I believe they did end up indeed eating the chicken.
2: Okay, uh, that is correct. Uh, this is a trick question. Uh, it actually is a trick question that was originally asked on This Week in Survivor History back on November 17th, 2016.
6: So now I don't know if I, if I actually knew the answer or if I just remember writing the question. I have no idea if I actually remember this from the episode.
2: One that, uh, according to our research, I had a very big problem uh, with this question.
6: Well, look, I guess you this don't trick remember that, question. that specific episode of Survivor Africa as much as I do. All
2: right. Well done. Okay. So that was part of the Taylor Lee Stalker exit interview from November 17th, 2016. Okay. That
6: I could not have told you.
2: All right. So, all right. So, you've done well. You've been able to answer your own questions so far, okay? okay? It was the first one with my questions Yes, also. yes. Those were your <laughs> questions from November 17th, so 2016. You've
6: established my questions are fair. You are able you to are answer your own answer questions. That being said, yes.
2: can you answer my questions, Jordan? Mm-hmm. We'll find okay. out. Okay. All right. This is a game all about you love to know... The vote, the, the vote totals at the yes, tribal so council. I okay.
6: Do. Let's All see right. if I know them. Cause I don't know if I do. All right. Wikipedia does. I'm good at searching Wikipedia. All
2: right. Let's see what you know. Okay. Yes. So at various tribal councils held on this week in survivor history, there were many different people that were voted out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a list of names. Okay. Yes. I don't know if you need a pen or not. Okay. I might. All I right. Have
6: one. I have one here.
2: All right. So, here we go. In on this weekend's Survivor history, there are, I'm going to tell you about seven different players. Okay? At yes. one of these tribal councils, one of these players was voted out in a tribal council where the only votes that were counted were cast against them. The only name that was a, an official vote at tribal council was for this person.
6: So, okay? even the vote that that person cast was not there was no there was zero votes uh, uh, for the other person.
2: Zero there are zero official votes for that are counted for any other person.
6: Okay? Okay. Yes.
2: All right. Then there is two people that two votes, two different people got votes at their tribal council where they went home. Okay? So one person mm-hmm. is going to have a tribal council. But they're the only name that was counted as a vote. There now, are two people. Yes.
6: If an idol was played does that mean that no votes were counted or
2: that so th- that, that in the official vote tally? Yes. No, vo- okay. no votes are, no votes are counted or cast. Okay.
6: Okay. All right. So, so- one person got votes. So one, so one of these, one person got votes. Mm-hmm. Two of these two got votes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you said there's, there's uh, seven total. So there's, yes. there's uh, so now we, left. so now I'm going to give you three more people.
2: And, mm-hmm. These three people went home in tribal councils where three
6: people had votes counted against them. If I was coming up with this question, you would be beside yourself right now. But okay, we'll we'll try it. Okay, three people, got and then votes. finally, a yes. little bit of
2: a Christmas tree. We have one yeah. person that went home in a tribal council where four people got the votes.
6: Four got votes, but if it was a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. oh, I guess like the one. The one is like the 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 trunk. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: that's, that's right. Like I know you. I know you're not familiar with the, the Christmas tree shapes, um, but I mean,
6: look, I I grew up with uh with, with a uh, babysitter who celebrated Christmas. We used to help her uh, help her decorate, so mm-hmm. I, I, I know about the Christmas yeah. tree. Okay, so my brother has a Christmas tree now. But is his, his Inter- uh, wife celebrates. already? Christmas I mean, it's too early. Well, I don't think I don't think they've set it up yet. But they they mm-hmm. have they have one ready to go in the garage. Okay, so it's a, it's not a real tree.
2: Okay, all right, good to know. All right, so we're looking for one person got wo- that only votes against them. Two people with two wow. votes with two with two people who got votes. There are three people where three people got votes and one person when they got four votes.
6: Okay, so who are the people?
2: Okay, all right. Let me let me tell you about them. Okay, yeah. In mm-hmm. in chronological order, okay, okay, of when they played. Yes. Okay. We have like the SATs. Laura Moret. Laura for which which season? Survivor Samoa. Samoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Then let's go with Tina Wesson, Survivor Blood versus Water. Okay. Yes. Back in 2013. One year later, Jeremy Collins played and was voted out on this week in Survivor History in 2014.
6: And this is uh so this is going to be on Samuel Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
2: One year after that, in Survivor uh, Cambodia in 2015, okay, Mm -hmm. Kelly Wigglesworth was voted out. Kelly Wigglesworth. Okay. Then two years after that, Desi, who I'll be speaking with on the recap, got voted out in Survivor HHH. And one year after that, it was John Hennigan who was voted out on this week in Survivor History in 2017.
6: And that was on David versus Goliath. So I have Laura, Tina. I think we're missing one person. I got Laura Morette, Tina weston Oh, I'm sorry.
2: I'm, and then Oh, yes. And then one year later, one year later. Now who can't count, Rob? Yes, yeah, so that's right. Uh, because I didn't order them before I came on. Uh one year later. If
6: you're doing a quiz, shouldn't you have everything in your notes ready to go? What is is that that impression? That's me? That's me?
2: I don't know. Eh. Yeah.
6: It's been it's been you. It's been you. All right. It was the last one.
2: All right. Uh and then we have uh back in uh I guess this is was 2019? Uh Jamal Shipman was voted out on this week in Survivor History.
6: Okay. In a uh one of the bigger BS uh twists that they've done on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's start with what I think I know. Um John Haget was voted out in
2: 2018. Sorry.
6: Yeah. When Tina got voted out of Blood versus Water, I'm pretty sure that she and Katie, I think they knew they were probably going, but maybe there was was there some sort of vote split that they thought was gonna happen. So I think they voted for different people. Mm-hmm. So I think that Tina is gonna be one of the people. Where three got votes. Okay,
2: putting Tina in the th- in the three slot.
6: Jeremy Collins. So when Jeremy got voted out, and this is again, this is San, Yeah, obviously Sam. San no he did not out get, out get voted out yet. in season 31. <laughs> yeah, like well, I voted out winners at war, but we're not. I mean, I knew it wasn't that. So uh, Jeremy Collins, when he got voted out, I believe that the alliance of Alec and the Nails. I think they. <laughs> I think they were voting for Reed. Um, and I think that also Jeremy Reed and I don't remember who the Jeremy and Jeremy and Natalie, they were voting for somebody else. So I'm almost sure that I don't remember who it was, but I'm almost sure that Jeremy is in the three Kelly Wigglesworth. This is the vote where the witches and Steven Spencer and, uh yeah, the witches, Stephen and Spencer and Jeremy Collins voted out Wigglesworth. Mm-hmm. That's six people. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Wentworth got votes. And I believe that maybe did Stephen or Abby or something... I, and Again, I'm trying to remember everything, but I'm pretty sure I feel good about that being the those being the three threes. So Kelly Wigglesworth, Jeremy, and Tina in the threes. Okay. Okay. One person where one got vote. So who would be the one? Uh, Laura Moret. I don't think that's the case. I think that Laura Moret is going to be in the twos. I think it was her, and I think that was when the uh, the uh, Galus were going after. Um. Maybe I think maybe Natalie because they probably f- were scared that Russell had the idol, so I think that Laura would be in the twos. Um, Desi, don't really remember so much about that vote. Mm. So John Henigan is clearly going to be the one because John Henigan went out on the vote where uh, the idol was played for Angelina by Hot Cop Dan. And uh, Davey played the vote for Christian. So uh, John Hennigan is going to be the one. So I now have a four and a two and I have Jamal and I have Desi. Mm-hmm. So I don't really remember all that much. So the Jamal is the second half of like the worst episode in Survivor history. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember, uh, if anybody else, I mean, obviously at least one other person got votes. Um, Karishma got a lot of votes on that season. So she could have been somebody Desi. Hmm. I'm really stuck between Jamal and Desi. Now, if I lock it in, do I get another shot? Do I get like a, do I get, a, do I'll, I get tell shot? Yes. I'll tell okay. you how many you're right. I'll tell you. You'll tell me how many you're right. So I I think I think I'm going to put Jamal in the two and I'm going to put Desi in the four just because like a four person vote. I feel like if it was season 39, I may have remembered that more. And a lot of the uh, HHH votes, I don't actually remember so many of the details. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting Desi in the four, Tina, Jeremy and Kelly in the three, Laura and Jamal in the two, John Hennigan in the one. And I am locking it in. All right, Jordan. Yes. How
2: confident do you feel? Is that your final I answer?
6: Like, I don't feel I mean, I feel pretty confident, but I'm I'm kind of like the Jamal and Desi one, I'm not super confident. I'm confident in the other ones. Okay. So I'd say I'm like 80% confident.
2: All right. Well, Jordan, yes. I can tell you that you are correct. Woo! You did we it. Did it you yes, you knew Yes. You did it. Uh, you do not have to be fired. Uh, that that That's was that uh, there was somebody else who wanted this job, and if oh, you didn't right. get this right, uh, I was going to interview them. But sorry, you Marianne. It. you know your stuff, <laughs> and so you are the winner. And so I stand corrected. You know what you're talking about.
6: I told you, I know what I'm talking about. I'm happy you did votes. I feel like I'm good with votes. Mm-hmm. You did like if you did like. I don't know. Immunity challenge winners. I feel like I would have been lost.
2: You know what I was going to do? I was going to, uh, cause I, when I saw that it was Lindsay who got voted out, I thought it was when she did the quiz against Carl. I was going to ask you all of the trivia questions that Lindsay, uh, had and Carl got asked from survivor Africa.
6: So my, my, uh, sur- my survival on Rob has a podcast would have been based on how well I knew Africa. Yes. Or Africa. Yeah. Well, it was on the show. That's, uh, yeah, you know what? I have used that logic before. Mm-hmm. I still don't think that would have been fair. I'm happy you actually asked questions about Survivor. Yeah. And these, you know what? I will say, well-worded questions. I liked especially the first two that you asked. Yes. Those were amazing yes. questions.
2: Yes. Uh, here's another question that you asked me. Uh, back when I actually interviewed Desi Williams on this week Ooh. in Survivor History uh, on the uh, exit me, interview, um, what mythical creature did Russell call Laura Moret while telling Shambo about his plan to idle her out of the game?
6: Um. Was it a Medusa? (laughs) (laughs) See, I watched the show, Rob. That isn't really a fair question. I'll give that to you. -hmm. Here's the thing: How many of these things do I actually remember from the show, or and how many do I remember from my research of writing questions for you? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a good question.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. So there you go. All right. Jordan, you ready for one of your beloved verbal rebus oh, puzzles? we actually
6: get to do a verbal rebus. This is amazing. Okay. Yes, of course right. I am. Are you ready? That's the greatest okay. Greatest activity of all time. Yes.
2: All right, cool. here we go. Nice. Uh, this is
6: Vanuatu's Sarge's real first name. Lee. That's a classic. Lee Lee Sarge Masters get, gets put into the verbal rebus so much. So we got Lee. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. This is the last part of uh, the of. I'm trying to remember what the okay. Last part of Worlds Apart Carolyn's nickname. Uh C. So Lisey. Mm-hmm. Lisey Okay. Okay. <laughs> I
6: won't spoil it. I won't spoil Last it. Last
2: <laughs> name of Ghost Island's James. James Lim. And brother of Vitas.
6: Uh Aris. Uh Lisey Limaris. Okay. So we'll call it Lisey Lenaris. Tidy Whitey's little boy. We're doing it, baby. Four P pe- four clues we got you there. Okay. Yes, I liked it. It was it was short and sweet. You didn't need a pencil. To be fair, you normally this, this uh segment comes after only one exit interview. So not not two. So uh that that is what does that um, have to do with anything? If if there's only one person being interviewed, I feel like the verbal rebus can go forever. <laughs> no, it can't. <laughs> okay. Let me Point be taken. clear about that. Point taken. Okay.
2: All right. Jordan, okay, yeah. great job. Where can people follow you for more about all of this? I mean, you, you assuming Twitter me, uh, is still up uh when people we drop this I'm, podcast.
6: I'm actually verified now. So you can no, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan Kalish. Um, you can uh, you could uh, hit me up on, on Facebook if you're if you still have a Facebook and, um, you know, a good place to reach me if you're if you're interested in the New York View, the New York Viewing Parties. Um, I have an Instagram. I don't really use it.
1: Mm-hmm. I sometimes
6: I sometimes answer my messages there. I've answered Twitch messages there and I always tell them this is the worst place to reach me. Mm-hmm. at Jordan Kalish stuff. if you're interested in seeing pictures of my dog and things that I cook.
2: All right. Great Rain job. Dispense. Great job, Jordan. Good luck with all the coaching. And then Thank you. Uh, we will actually not, uh, is it next week? Thanksgiving? What, uh, what, next, what, year, next week is, what year is, uh, uh, is this?
6: Uh, next week is is Thanksgiving.
2: Okay. So we will not have our exit interviews proper coming up on no. Thursday. They tend to do the then exit interviews uh, on the Monday after thanksgiving so uh That's it'll fair. be a, like fair. we'll do it after the holiday okay so jordan have a happy holiday and i'll talk to you, you soon you
6: too happy thanksgiving i'll talk to you soon Rob.
2: all right everybody there you have it jordan kalish to talk about uh this week in survivor history great sport jordan uh, great job by him to win my quiz uh on our little bit of role reversal here this week we still got a lot here to do on a Survivor Thursday as I'm going to be talking with Desi Williams coming up later on today. Of course, uh Terrence Stockwatch for episode number 9 is already up. And then over the weekend, check out Why a Double Edition, YX and X Lost coming up your way. And then also we will get into the BB. I believe Grace Leader is going to be uh, joining Mike and Liana to play some games this week. And then also Survivor Global all coming your way. And not to mention the Purple Pants Podcast Survivor News Edition with Bryce and Wendell coming up your way. That's all. Rob is a website.com slash Survivor Feed. Thank you so much for listening to the double exit interview. Take care of a good one. Bye.